Hello, 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 everyone, and welcome back to Let's Heal Together. In this episode, I'm honestly just sitting down to share with you guys what has been going on in my life and what I've been learning. Number one, so there's five things I've written out. Number one, the power of tuning into your body, your body sensations, your bodily sensations, however you want to say it. Man, oh man, have I been living in my head, living in the future, living in the past, not even living in my body, living in the moment. I feel like living in your body is really super correlated with living in the moment. And if you find yourself kind of just super overwhelmed and you have a lot of tightness in your chest, that could also be a sign that you're in fight or flight and maybe you could do some yin yoga or something to help access the parasympathetic nervous system which is our rest and digest it is our state where creative downloads come in it's where we feel the safest and the calmest and can really make the most aligned decisions for ourselves when we come from a place of calm and so even in this moment like just notice are you clenching your jaw are you tightening your shoulders or your shoulders up by your ears and see if you can kind of just relax deeper into your body and yeah just do a quick little body scan and notice where you feel tension if you feel tension in your head or your chest try to just breathe into that and something that I like to imagine is like ice just melting (laughs) I feel like when I talk about the body I just like feel so called to just be like just like slow down and be like um and just like yeah just really slow down and be and not even talk um so yeah maybe I need to do that after this um yeah so that's something that's just been really helpful for me to get out of my head and to get back in the present moment is to tune into my body and tune into sensations and really welcome them rather than run away from them because um, our programming, our society will just go against dropping in. <laughs> It'll, there are so many different ways that we can distract and all that fun stuff. Um, but it's just super powerful when I go inward and it's just so liberating and it's a confidence boost when I know that I can transmute what I'm feeling and I can work through what I'm feeling and that the feelings do not control me. Something else that I like to imagine is really being the observer. And so with the sensations or even with the thoughts, I'll put a hand on my heart and a hand on my head and just see them, like see those thoughts, see those feelings, love them and know that they are not the truth, that know that they are not who I am. We are not our thoughts. We are not our feelings. We are the mere consciousness experiencing them. They could not exist without us. If you think about that, like when our feelings and our thoughts leave, like we don't leave, do we? No, (laughs) like we are not the thoughts. We are not the feelings. We are the ones experiencing them. And that kind of helps me to just to separate what I'm thinking about, what I'm feeling about. And yeah, the space is super important. I also sometimes do the visual where I imagine myself just chilling on like a beanbag and like on a screen I'll just like see myself and just witness just be the witness I don't know that's like cool or you can like personify it and like put those feelings like on a stuffed animal and be like oh like my stuffed animal is feeling like this I don't know just any way to like detach 
from the feelings, from the thoughts is really helpful to give it some space, give it some airtime. Also helps giving it space, writing it out helps. Um, and yeah, listening to music, dancing around that, all that stuff really helps me too. So that was the first one that I wanted to share that like five, what can I call these? Like five, five insights or five lessons or something. I don't know what I'll call it yet. Usually the name just comes to me when I finish the episode, but that's the first one. And the second one kind of goes off of that. So it's the power of trusting yourself. And this is correlated with the body because it's also trusting your body and trusting what your body feels called to do and trusting yourself to honor your body, if that makes sense. Like I've just noticed that my body will feel called to do certain things and I can literally feel the energy go into my head and my head start to run the show and be like, no. And, you know, that served a purpose that kept me safe. And right now I'm safe. And so I've just really been trying to, you know, get back into my body, get back into doing what my body likes to do and what feels good to me. I went to restorative yoga last night. Oh my God, it was so nice. Like the instructor was just such an angel. And I love some things that she said was like, what would feel most comfortable? And I, it was mind-blowing because I feel like I'm always trying to do the thing that I'm supposed to do or do the thing that I should do rather than like, what would feel good right now? What would feel comfortable? Like, what would help me relax? And this isn't even just about like a position. It could be an activity. Like, what would really make me feel good? Ugh, even as I say this, I'm like, oh my God, so many things come to my mind. So yeah, that could be a cool question to just even in this moment, ask yourself or to journal about. Yeah, ugh, I love that. So yeah, she was like super awesome because she opened that invitation for us to just trust our bodies, to trust what we feel called to do. And I love that reminder. And so I'm sharing it with you guys. So yeah, just the power of trusting yourself and trusting your heart so that's the other thing I wanted to talk about was tuning into your heart and out of your head so obviously there's a time for the head like we love the brain it's very smart you know it helps us plan stuff and the heart has so much wisdom I saw this Instagram post and it was like your heart has absolutely every answer in it any question you have the heart knows the answer and a cool practice to try is to close your eyes. You can do this with me now if you want. First, take some breaths. Center yourself in the moment. And then imagine like physically bringing your head down next to your heart. So in my mind, there's like a little, it's like a cartoon brain. <laughs> and then my heart. And my heart is just, honestly, I just see light like just a pure light and then here's my head sitting next to it and my head is has the racing thoughts and it has all the questions and I do a few things one I can just like sit here and see how I feel like what happens when I bring my head to my heart I remember the first time I did this it was just this overwhelming sense of like everything's gonna be okay because I also feel like tapping into the heart is like tapping into the soul and there's that part of us inside that 
doesn't feel the tightness, that doesn't have the anxiety. It's Some people call it consciousness. I'm still figuring out what I would like to call it. I really like the idea of soul. I just picture it's just pure light. It's pure light and love. It doesn't take on any of the emotions that the body feels. It doesn't it doesn't disappear, it doesn't appear, it always is there for us to tap into. If anyone is curious about like really tapping into this part inside of us, I really recommend listening to Muji. He's a spiritual teacher who I discovered on YouTube and he does a really great job of, you know, asking questions to really tap into this part of ourselves and it's really it's not hard like we don't need to go out and spend $1000 on this course or go to Jamaica or go on this 10 grand yoga retreat to find this part of ourselves like it is always within and I've always felt such immense comfort from hearing that everything I need is within me it's coming back to the idea that I am whole and I lack absolutely nothing and as much as my ego would like to seek outwardly for gratification and for love and for material items to fill me up that is cool and absolutely everything that I need is within me even as I say this I'm like damn I needed that reminder so thank you to whoever channeled that through me so yeah bringing your head down into your heart has been really has been a really cool practice for me and it's kind of going back to the power of trusting yourself and how the more that we do it the easier that it will get because we will see the beautiful outcomes of leading with our heart and another way that I can tap into what my heart wants is to kind of just like speak out loud so like so all right so we have the brain and the heart and I'll be like in front of the heart like one option so I'd be like like recording the podcast or like dinner and dinner with this person dinner here like doing different things like different questions I have And it's cool because as I say certain things, I can feel it it, and kind of see it vibrate with my heart frequency. And then when I know, when I can feel that certain things are aligning with the vibe and with the feeling of my heart, then I know that it is the best decision for me. Notice how I didn't say right decision for me because I really am trying to steer away from right or wrong. Because that programming, I feel, just creates so much shame, so much stress, so much pressure to make the quote-unquote right decision. Like, what the fuck does that even mean? Like, I feel like in each moment, you're trying your best. And so if you make one decision and then you feel pain, like, who said that's the wrong decision? Maybe that's the, that's the decision that you needed to take to then learn that lesson. And so I just feel like as someone who has struggled and continues to struggle sometimes making decisions having a right or wrong in my head just doesn't help so yeah I wanted to share that with you guys and then the fourth one I want to talk about was using or slash turning to people as a soundboard and this just really goes back to and this the last one is that you don't need to do everything alone and that's something that I know that I really need to hear because as a child I grew up and I just learned very quickly that it was just safe for me to just do things alone to make decisions alone to feel my feelings alone like that is what I learned felt the safest and now that I'm an adult (laughs) that's different and I have people in my life who 
make me feel very safe and I don't need to do everything alone. I can really turn to people as a soundboard for what classes do I want to take? What do I want to do next year? And it's really helpful to just speak it out with someone. And, you know, I think I'm always afraid that they're going to tell me like, this is what I should do because that's what my parents would do. But I promise you, even if they do, you could like politely say to them, like, I'm not looking for what, for your opinion. I'm really just looking to speak out speak out (laughs) just like speak about what I'm thinking and can you just be there for me and get curious about it and ask questions and yeah I think that's also a really important part of like being in relationship with people it's kind of I could kind of make this its own episode but just like really having open and vulnerable relationships with people and open communication and it's just really powerful like the friendships in my life where we can just show up and be like hey like I noticed like I think you're upset with me because of this like are you or like hey I noticed that like when you said this it didn't feel good or hey I noticed that I miss you and I'm nervous to text you right now but I really want to hang out like oh my god it's so refreshing because it just creates such a deep intrinsic sense of trust and self-worth in yourself that you know that you deserve these friends and that that they exist and that they will love and be by your side no matter what because if you ever do something that upsets them like they'll tell you and I think that is such a refreshing feeling because it's like the worst when you're like this person upset me did I do something wrong like no you know in your heart and soul that like if you did and it's not even that you did something wrong I feel like we're all we were just talking about this in group where like we're all living life as children we've all had our own pasts and we each wear these glasses that color our experiences from our past and we'll experience something that someone else could also experience the exact same thing and feel it completely different and it doesn't mean that one is right or wrong it just means that we're having different experiences of it and I think a cool part about being in a relationship with someone who is also doing the work and who is also very in touch with themselves is that you can have these really open and honest conversations about your thoughts and your feelings and your experience in the relationship because reality is we're gonna upset people we're gonna trigger people like it's inevitable and so knowing that when that happens that conflict does not result in yelling and screaming and leaving it actually results in closer connection it results in vulnerability and honesty and just a really safe environment for you to show up authentically as yourself and give your younger self and your new self a new experience in relationship and know that you don't need to do absolutely everything alone and that there are people out there who are willing to grow with you and who love you exactly as you are and who want the best for you my friend Liv we were just talking about what love really is and it really is wanting the best for someone no matter what and I think that's really hard for a lot of us to experience um I know it's something that I'm I've come to learn and experience through time what real love is and what it feels like and it should well I don't like the word should but yeah just that you deserve to be able to express yourself authentically and have that be supported and don't be afraid to yeah speak up and let your friends know or let your dog I don't know it doesn't even have to be friends like let your partner know how you're feeling and just see how they respond and like I said earlier if they give a response that doesn't feel good don't be afraid to say that like at my job I'm like I work with very closely with people and I'll say something and I'm like, please tell me if like that didn't land or 
if you didn't like that because I would rather know that than have them just quietly and silently like nod their head while internally they're having a completely different experience like I just really want people to feel safe enough to just be themselves and be honest around me so that's kind of the end of this episode I could talk about relationships and communication for so long and I definitely will especially romantic relationships they can be such beautiful lessons in this lifetime and I really believe that we choose the friends, the partners, the, our parents on a soul level to experience that, to learn the lessons that our soul has come here to learn, to grow as a soul because when this lifetime ends for each of us, our soul will continue on, our soul will continue to enter into a different timeline, a different life and learn another set of lessons and so yeah I feel like through relationships our soul really really learns a lot um but I'm gonna I'm gonna end this episode here because I just really wanted to share the five things that I have been implementing in my life and hopefully this helped somebody out there and if it did let me know um my dms are always open and I love to talk to people so yeah I love you guys bye